0: It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. This
1: has been on my mind since yesterday, Tig. A lady on TikTok was asking people which way they face in the shower. I thought there was only one way to face. Here's a clip from this uh, TikTok debate.
2: I've just been informed by my mom that there are two ways people shower, and we just realized that we both do the opposite thing. So when I shower, the shower head is behind me, so the water is, like, on my hair and down my back. Of course, I'll turn around occasionally and, like, move around, but she showers primarily facing the shower head, so the water, like, hits her in the face and down her body. And she's shocked that I do the opposite, and I'm shocked that she does the opposite. I feel like the normal way to shower is with the shower head behind you, and you're facing that way. Is anyone else surprised by this?
1: Uh, this has uh, stayed with me over the past 24 hours. I had no idea that people might face a different way in the shower. I, I didn't know that that was a thing. Of course, you spend
0: moments turning around or something, but uh, I thought you just
1: faced the shower. I didn't know that there would be another way to do that. I think I'm going to be very controversial and start standing sideways in the shower. You start standing uh oh.
0: Very. Which side, though? Because your right side will stink. Your left side will be clean.
1: No, I mean, I, I bathe my whole body oh. no matter which way I stand. Mm-hmm. But I just did not. I never thought that women with long hair might in order to uh,
0: get it all wet,
1: completely rent. Well, not getting the wet, the rinsing of the hair, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten out of the shower, realize you hadn't rinsed your hair very good? Oh,
0: yeah. I've also gotten out of the shower, and realized I didn't wash my hair.
1: Oh, that's the worst. And that uh,
0: sucks. I came all the way to work one day and I'm like, what is going on with my hair? I, I, I smell okay, like I'm fresh. Didn't wash my hair, man. That's a terrible thing. I
1: guess sometimes I'm losing my memory because I will take a shower, wash my hair, and then go, did I wash my hair? <laughs> then got to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs>
0: Daniel, it's about that time of year that I remind everybody that um, you should go out to your garbage can and tape an envelope to it and uh, put $20 in that envelope. Uh, to give to the folks to pick up your uh, trash and recycling throughout the year now this sounds like i'm being very selfless like what a nice thing because i mean if you think about it daniel that's something that um they probably don't get a whole lot of praise for they're out there wind snow rain whatever 105 degree days or whatever um and they come and get your trash like it's like magic you have trash then suddenly you don't have trash and um and I think uh, as far as tipping goes, we're having to tip everybody in the world right now, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I go to the golf course, guy hands me a hot dog, got to tip him.
1: Well, this I don't think is a tip. This is a Christmas gift. that Christmas you're gift. When, you, yeah. uh, when Ty foolishly thinks that if he tapes cash onto the garbage can that the garbage man is getting it, it's the first guy that walks by that's getting <laughs> that Christmas gift. Well, I
0: don't write there's money on this thing, but I uh, tape it in a way that a regular passerby not, might not see it. However, the garbage man absolutely, as he approaches the can and moves it, will notice there's something on the garbage Now, can. I don't
1: know if your neighborhood is exactly like mine, but the garbage man in my neighborhood is in that truck and has that robotic arm that gets out and lifts the garbage and pours it in there. I don't think there's a chance that he's going to see any kind of secret envelope I've hidden for him. My guy has to
0: walk out to the garbage can and drag it to the arm.
1: What? What? Yeah. I don't understand that at they all. They don't
0: pull up and do nothing like... They have to get involved, both dragging the can to the back of the truck, and then this arm picks it up. But why doesn't? Why would it be different? We don't even live a mile apart. I don't know. I've got a different system, I guess. Anyway,
1: I don't believe you've seen. I don't because you're at work whenever the guy comes by.
0: I see, yeah, I get home. My guy doesn't come until about noon. So I see them every every time that they come and pick it up,
1: yeah. See, my guy comes at like 6 o'clock in the morning on a Friday.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. My guy, uh, they must do routes, and then by the time they get to my neighborhood, it's always like almost afternoon. Well, I'm shocked by that. But uh, here's the deal. You put the 20 bucks out there, and it sounds selfless and all that, but really, um, it's all all about me because I have a a neighbor, and she's got, they've got four kids, and a, a husband and her, and that's a lot of trash. And a lot of recycling, and uh, many times they have passed her up because they open the thing, especially the recycling. And if there's one like tiny little thing in there that's not recyclable, they don't. They don't. They don't fool with it. They don't. They just leave the whole can there and don't touch it, and then they leave you a note on it as a reminder of what you can and can't. I, recycle. I feel
1: like you're joking with me right I now. I promise. We you. have two totally different trash experiences. I could have nuclear waste. In my garbage can, the guy doesn't touch it. Again, that big giant robot arm is indiscriminate. Oh, I see. Well, There could be cadavers in my garbage can. They wouldn't know. In my
0: hood, they put a note on your garbage can or your recycling bin, especially saying, no, no, you can't do that. And then they just leave the whole thing. Uh, My guy will take whatever is in there. He doesn't care. There could, like Daniel, a cadaver. I think it's that $20, because he all the time leaves my neighbor's stuff at the curb saying, nope, broke a rule, ain't taking it. Me, i do anything.
1: Man, yeah, well, look at us. A tale of two cities. So,
0: <laughs> and also, I think also a good idea to maybe toss up an envelope on the mailbox for the uh, person who delivers your mail all the time. It's not bad, and you'll get that warm, fuzzy feeling, and you might get a little bit extra service throughout the next year. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel.
1: Uh, I thought of, uh, you know, starting to think about next year, things that we'll we'll do on the show and get back. Do you know that the program director of this radio station, her name is Dina.
0: She runs the radio station.
1: Yeah. She has never been to a Waffle House. You're kidding. She said no. She said she grew up in Texas surrounded by IHOPs, but she's never been to a Waffle House. And I'm like, I don't, almost don't believe you. That poor thing. Uh, We have to do, we have to go take her video. And she says, well, are the pancakes good there? (laughs) <laughs> and I said, pancakes? They don't sell pancakes at Waffle House. Yeah. She was confused because IHOP sells pancakes and waffles. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, no disrespect to the good folks at IHOP, but it's going to be Waffle House every time for me. Is there a restaurant that you've never been to that you can think of? You know, we had a caller once call up and say she'd never been to a Red Lobster and I was shocked by that. But is there a restaurant you've never been to? Yeah, and um, I don't
0: see these a lot, but we've got one in Tulsa, and I, I see it every now and then. I said I I should go see it, and it's I think it's an A and W root beer place.
1: I know exactly where you're talking about. There's one here in Tulsa that's A uh, and W slash Long John Silver. Yeah, okay, it's like a mixture. I have been to an A and W, but it's been many, many years. I, I, how do you not? How do you re- not go to a restaurant you've never been to before like that?
0: Well, it's like one of those things. I was. Um, You know, picking up my son. I was on a mission, you know, but I pass it. And I always make a mental note. Like, I should check it out, and then you just never get to it. But I should check it. The other thing I saw, Daniel, that um, unless you got more little bits. No, no, that was it there. You saw what? I saw people uh, on Tulsa Reddit asking where they could eat on Christmas. You know, if you don't want to make the food. Um, I went to a Chinese restaurant last year. Pretty good stuff. But Waffle House also is open on Christmas. And when you go in Mm -hmm. there, and if I find out you didn't tip them good on Christmas... Things are gonna get ugly around here, cause if they work working Christmas morning or Christmas afternoon, that that's a fifty percent tip, I think, right? That's $20 probably million, uh, easily ten dollars on top uh, of that. Well,
1: yeah, as much as you can.
0: Don't let me catch y'all not tipping a Waffle House on Christmas.
1: <laughs> you said you mentioned you went by a uh, and that root beer place, with your son Mac. Uh, maybe don't take him there, because remember I told you this story about Weber's root beer stand over on Brookside, mm-hmm. one of my favorite places in all of Tulsa. I love that burger there, and I think you've tried it too, and it's one of the best burgers. it's a delicious burger I took your little son over there once he must have been right when we first moved here in 2020 so he must have been five or six it was around Christmas time and I took him to Weber's and I said I'm gonna get you a root beer float he said I've never had one of those I'll be excited to try it so I went over there took him the lady gave him a little like stocking with Christmas candy in it I said this is his first ever root beer float and so she put it in that glass mug the root beer which they make themselves Handed it to me. I took him, uh, took it over to the table, set it down in front of him. She leans out the window. She wants to see him experience his first root beer float. Yeah. And your little son got the spoon and he tasted it, of it and he goes, "I hate it." <laughs> and that this poor lady face. just all leaned out poor like her like, face was lit up. Uh, just the glow <laughs> left her face. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Going to be leaving for the holidays soon, Ty. It's 98.5 The Bull. And uh, I, you do this thing. I do this thing. I wonder if everybody does this thing where I like my house to be spick and span before I leave. And you might go, well, why in the world would you clean up before you're leaving? Because I like to come home. Yes, me too. To a clean house, especially after a long trip. The last thing you want to do is have to fold clothes on the bed or something like that. Oh, my God. I mean, I like it to be so clean that when I come in, I can take off my shoes and walk around and the floor feels good on your feet. Yeah, I know. It has a different feeling to it when it's clean, doesn't
0: mm-hmm. it? Um, and we had taken a trip, and before the trip, we—I knew I was going to be gone about a week. That place looked like the Louvre Museum inside. There wasn't a speck anywhere. It was perfect. It was gorgeous. And um, and then after this trip, and I ended up getting sick on the way home. And it was so nice to come home to a clean house. Now, my wife, what she she doesn't have that DNA that I have, where I want—I like things to be neat and tidy. Do you know that we got back from that trip about 16, 17 days ago? Hasn't unpacked her suitcase. It's driving me crazy. It's driving me insane.
1: If you don't go ahead and unpack that thing within the first day, you're going to live out of that suitcase just wearing what things out does. of that thing that's until what, it's all ran out. And I have the tiniest house.
0: Our bedrooms are like the size of a shoebox. So even a suitcase in the floor that's opened like a sandwich... Uh, it takes up all the room. I can't even get out of the bed without thinking I'm going to break my ankle. Uh,
1: another thing I like <laughs> is walking in after you've been gone for a couple of weeks, walking back in, and then you get to see what your house really smells like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One time, I think, you guys went out of town. I went over there to let your cat out or something like that, and you guys had not taken the trash out. Forgot, yeah. And boy, I walked in, and that hit me like a ton of bricks. I felt bad for you. I didn't even <laughs> want to tell you. Like, call you and be like, hey, man, I don't, it's a nightmare over
0: here. All the things you got to get ready for vacation, <laughs> like, you know, your – uh, making sure the doors are locked and the candles are blown out. I just forgot. It's 98.5 The Bull with and good, good morning to you, Daniel.
1: Saw an uh, advertisement on Facebook for Crazy Straws. Do you remember Crazy Straws? Back when you were little, it was a str- straw that kind of did a loop to loop and yeah, all that. Lo- and uh, I thought, man, when I get to be an adult, I'm only going to use a crazy straw. Now that I'm an adult, I hadn't thought twice about getting one.
0: There's an old saying that uh, goes, youth is wasted on the young. And uh, there's all of these things. Like, I thought I would eat candy every day.
1: Man, I was so sure. If I had
0: money, I was just going to buy candy.
1: I was so sure at least 40% of my income was going to candy. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Absolute true story. I I, I can eat anything I want. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so much candy. There's a lot of things in
0: life that um, you thought you were going to do, but it's kind of cruel because when we were young, you and I didn't have very much money, right? Mm -hmm. And so we would go out on a Friday night and getting a, $15 tab was a little tough, right? Then you, you advance in your careers like most of us do, and you start making a little bit more money, but now you're working all the time, and where you wanted to go out and party, I'm like, dude i gotta get up at four in the morning there's no way i can do any of that you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of cruel in that way
1: i watched that movie big with tom hanks when i was younger and i thought you know what when i get to be an adult i'm just gonna have a coke machine in my house there's not there's no question i'm gonna have a coke (laughs) machine in my house and now that seems like the most ridiculous thing in the world
0: what about the uh piano the the room-sized piano that uh, you step on yeah and uh there was a a movie that probably people don't remember but uh Richard Pryor was in a movie, and he had, like, all these toys and stuff in his house. Mm -hmm. I said, that's going to be me.
1: I was 100% sure I'm going to have a video game of some sort, (laughs) like one of those stand-up cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we stayed in the Airbnb once when we went skiing in Salt Lake City, and they had a pinball machine in that house. But you think a pinball machine is a good idea until you realize how annoying and oh loud pinball machines are. They, had, they just had the thing unplugged.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is funny, like all of those things that you think you would do. Now I just get excited about a rain gauge. And when I was 10, I didn't give a rat's A about a rain gauge. Did
1: you think when you were a kid that at one point you would have one of those punching bags in your house?
0: Yeah. I was, I was like,
1: going to have to have a punching a trampoline bag. Trampoline in the living room, definitely going to happen.
0: And then uh you kind of, I don't know what what happened to us. Why don't we get a drink? I
1: can order you not only now can you get a crazy straw tag. I can go to crazystraws.com mm. and get one that'll say your name.
0: Uh will it change colors too cuz they used to have that where if you when you uh, consumed a cold beverage it would change to a different color. I mean
1: probably. You can get it all. Do you want me to get you one with your name on it? Yes. I don't think they'll do cuss words.
0: Daniel was being in a sour mood the other day. I got to tell you, you and we've got documented proof of this. You know, he gets on the radio here on 98.5 The Bull. And, you know, he acts like he's nice and things. You know, Daniel's like, oh, everybody loves Daniel. All this. And, you know, people, I think, like you more than they like me on the show. But meanwhile, they don't know that when the mics are off, you're a monster.
1: I'm not really a monster, and I typically oh, I don't. I am very, I'm a man of leisure. I've always said that. I'm very laid back. But this one particular day, we were doing the uh, Tig and Daniel $20 bet on TikTok. You can follow the uh, Bull Tulsa on TikTok and see this, where I'm trying to do this thing where we're trying to get people to guess how many candies are in this jar. A very simple request, um, and I just wasn't feeling it that day. And that's the day they chose to pull this blooper reel. And, uh, it took us like five or six times to get it yeah.
0: right, and you were getting frustrated.
1: Oh, I get frustrated? You would. Uh, I was trying to give you direction on how we're shooting this TikTok. You were doing your own thing. Well, why in the world
0: do you think you would be the one giving me direction? I don't go in there and try to give you direction. Why do you think you're, like, the producer you, you of this Because you have no
1: right to give me direction. I don't know if you've seen. I have no right to give me direction. And Daniel's trying to
0: tell me what to do on this video. Right. I'm
1: directing you in the video. You can't have You're not my directors. boss. I didn't say I, I, I was, but I am the I director of that particular video because well, I was we, like, this is the idea. They recorded they, it all. Yeah, they recorded it. Tig and me, are, we have two different philosophies. Ty like like wig humor. That's bullcrap. He likes to wear false wigs and a fake crazy. mustache or no. those glasses with a fake nose. I'm more cerebral when I do
0: Well, you can't things. be cerebral if you don't even know the word how to say the word cerebral.
1: Uh, and at one point, so the whole point of the TikTok is that you guess how many pieces of the candy are in the jar, and I wanted to call it Grandma's Christmas Candy. Then you start doing, like, physical comedy. You hit me one time, and I had to, like... This is not the Three Stooges. And finally, I just walked off. Like, I, I've never, hardly ever walked off from something. And this particular thing, I rage quit. Just listen to some of these bloopers here. You can see this at the Bull Tulsa's TikTok, TikTok page. It's time for another, <coughs> okay, it's time for another Tig and Daniel $20 bet. We introduce now the Christmas Spectacle.
0: And you got grandma's Christmas candy here. And uh, if All you right, get closest on, in the comments.
1: The three Let's just, let, another on. Tig there. and Daniel $20 bet. We now introduce the Christmas Spectacle.
0: So if you can guess how many pieces of candy of Grandma's Christmas candy there are in here, closest to it gets $20. Free <laughs> What did I say?
1: It's time for another Tig and Daniel $20 bet. We introduce the Christmas spectacle. Now now you what you've decided to do now is not even try yeah, to, try to it, sabotage the video. Because Daniel's giving me all this direction. He's like,
0: you've got to do it this way, man. Like, I, I'm a, you know. I, yeah, and I now I, listen, I listen to MTV what he does now. I saw MTV one day, so now I'm Martin Scorsese. So now I'm purposely trying to kill it. Yeah, why? Pickle. It's Grandma's Christmas Candy, and if uh, you get close to it, you'll win $20. All right.
1: I'm going to – you know what? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he walks then out.
0: I walk, I walk off, yeah. Play the first one for me because I want – there's something that you're missing there that I think is very important on our first blooper. When um, I, you know, Daniel's giving me all this instruction on how to be good on a video, and he's some kind of broadcaster, like he's – I'm directing the video, yeah, yes. Yeah, like he's uh, Katie Couric or something. Thanks
1: for another <clears throat> okay, – See, so right. he – Play that one more time real quick. Because I said tig for no, another? You messed up, and okay. then you blamed it on me. I don't think so. Let's see. It's tig for another. <clears throat> okay, up. It's time for another tig because, and Dangle <clears throat> a $20 bet. Now we you messed me now. up. You, you messed me up. What do you mean? You, instead of saying it's time for another,
0: you said it's tig for another. Then you go, oh, you messed me, me up. Sorry, I didn't tig- do anything. that we
1: weren't you. shooting each other in the face with seltzer water or wearing a false wig like you like you to do. You are a sour little man. Well, no, you just don't follow. You don't take direction, and that's not good.
0: Well, the uh, the actual... The video companion See, there piece. Here you go again. The video companion to the audio you just heard is a TikTok video at the Bull Tulsa.
1: <laughs> what? I keep telling you, don't have to say TikTok video. It's redundant. All right, TikToks Zuckerberg, are videos. What do you want me to
0: do? All right, you end it. You you get us send a break here. We're going to come back with Parker McCollum tickets.
1: Follow us on TikTok at the Bull Tulsa. On, That's all you have to say on you the don't, internet. You don't have to say go watch it. It's a TikTok. You don't <laughs> right. have to say read a book. The Bull Tulsa, TikTok. Okay, almost. Yeah, you've almost got it. 98.5, The Bull. Welcome
0: into the Bull fight. Daniel, today again, Parker McCollum, ticket's going to be the BOK. All
1: right. Uh, yes, we've got Ashley. She works in Pegs. I work at Carmart and Pryor. I mean,. You, but you're from Pegs. Yes. All right. And uh, you work at Carmart and Pryor, so I go see Ashley today at Carmart. And then Maggie, you say you're a bookkeeper. Yes. And which library do you work at?
2: I work for a CPA firm. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: well, that's different. Uh, today, I've got a couple of uh, different categories for you guys, and I'll let you guys talk amongst yourselves and decide which category you'd like. Uh, the first category is Famous famous Families. I'll name uh, some members of the families. You must identify the last name of the family. I've got another game called Call Me George, where all the answers are people named George. Or you could just do general knowledge trivia. Why don't you guys talk amongst yourselves for 10 seconds, and uh, which category would you like? Um, um, which, I, I don't know. I'd play general knowledge or famous families. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Either one of those. Okay, well, just choose one together. Uh, General knowledge. All right, general knowledge question. All right, it's the hardest one, but that's fine. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I'm kidding, guys. Here we go. (laughs) Ashley, you're the first to get through, so uh, this, again, is for Parker McCollum tickets. Ashley, what disease caused the deaths of Freddie Mercury, Liberace, and Arthur Ashe? AIDS. AIDS is correct. Up next, Maggie. What was the worst um, nuclear accident of all time?
2: Um I have no idea.
1: <laughs> it's a great show on HBO. What was the name of that, Tug? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Ashley. Who directed the movie Jaws? Um, That would oh, be gosh. Steven Spielberg Steven Spielberg oh. Maggie what was the what is the English translation of the Spanish word Fuego? Oh my gosh my daughter's gonna
2: kill me um, <laughs> I have no idea again. Oh All my right. God
1: off to a great start. Uh, there's <laughs> new the restaurant in Guthrie Green called Enfuego Fuego means what tug? Uh, fire Fire. Ashley what ballet features the dance of the sugar plum fairy the nutcracker nutcracker is correct oh Maggie yep (laughs) what style of facial hair was famously worn by US Civil War general Ambrose Burnside (laughs) Now think about it for a second. His name is Burnside. Ambrose Burnside. Okay. What do you think, what popular facial hair was famously worn by Ambrose Burnside? I'm going to go with the good old Sideburn. Sideburn is correct. <laughs> Wait, what a name, like your last name is pretty like masculine and he's probably scary like <laughs> Burnside, but your first name is Ambrose? <laughs>
0: They were, they were scared of him until they were like, wait, Ambrose, we can <laughs> yeah. beat that guy.
1: Ashley, what movie villain once ate a man's liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti? Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter <laughs> is correct. Maggie, what well-known video game was created in Moscow in 1984? If you had a Game Boy, it came with this game. Um, oh, God. Mario? Hum the theme of it, Ty. Do you remember, uh, can you still I uh, vaguely remember the uh, theme song?
0: Da-da-dun, da-da-dun, da-da-dun. That. that would be
1: Tetris. Oh, uh, uh. yeah. I wasn't even alive in 84.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> All right, guys. I, I know, like, every time Daniel does these quizzes...
1: Hey, I he guess. He like old man. He asked about the Civil War and stuff. <laughs> I, guess what? Ty Guy also wasn't alive during the Civil War. You were? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I gave them the choice. I, I gave them three options, and they chose the hardest one. That's on them Ashley. <laughs> yes. I'm going
0: to ask you what a prostate is next.
1: I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to. Oh. I'm going to try to find an easy one to round out the game here. All right. What was the first year of the 19th century?
2: Uh,
0: the 1900s? I think it was uh 2001.
1: The first year of the 19th century was 1801. 1801, okay, I got, yeah. 1801? Right. Oh, okay. All right, Maggie, <laughs> what type of plants do shamrocks come from?
2: Um, <laughs>
1: I don't know. Help <laughs> her out, Tag. Clover? Clover, yes. Yeah. Well, at the end of the contest. Oh my
2: gosh, that was so easy. Ashley <laughs> has
1: three, Maggie has one. It looks like Ashley has defeated Maggie in the 98-5 to both Takes you back, doesn't it? Uh, it takes Ashley, you back
0: like I, I was in the back of the car on a road trip. And yeah. I'd be playing Tetris. Uh, Smell of my dad's cigarettes as he
1: smoked the whole trip. T- uh, tremendous car sickness. Stay with that tiny screen. <laughs> Ashley, you've got a decision to make. Uh, will you hold on to these tickets or will you give them to Maggie, the bookkeeper? Maggie, why should Ashley give you the tickets this morning? Um... Because I'm awesome, and it'd be great for Christmas, and my husband would absolutely love them. But I'd understand if he didn't it because he's really great. All right, Maggie, uh, being very <laughs> humble this morning, uh, says that she should receive them because she's awesome. But actually, the choice <laughs> is yours. What do you think? Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to keep them, Maggie. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take no, my No, so- you're <laughs> fine. <laughs> We've been trying to find i I get it. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. He's great. You know what? It
0: sounds like these two would be buds if they knew each other, really. If they're getting along great we on the phone. probably
1: could be. Probably, yeah. Why don't you take her? Why don't you guys just ditch your husbands and go together? Ladies night out. Right. <laughs> right? Right?
0: <laughs> Okay, ladies, thanks but for thanks playing. Bill. We're back tomorrow, and tomorrow is Friday, so we're all going to be in good mood anyway. More chances at this 7 740 right here with Tig and Daniel. Well, Daniel, there's pets out there looking for a permanent home right now. We name it the uh, 12 strays of Christmas here mm-hmm. on 98.5 The Bull, and every day we introduce you to a new animal till we get all the way up to 12. These are cats and dogs, and I understand you've got a new one to introduce us to today.
1: Yes, I do, uh, and his name is Myers? That's a cool name. It's a 5.2 pound white and brown Chihuahua puppy. Myers' estimated birthday is January 16th, 2023. He came to Arf through a local shelter. He was part of a hoarding case where 44 dogs were found living in one space. Myers is very nervous and leery of people. He's not aggressive, just extremely unsocialized and cautious. With some patience and love, we believe he will come around and learn to trust people. We've seen a change for the better in just the short time they've had Myers, and uh, going. You can see Myers now at thebulltulsa.com. That makes it all the better when
0: uh, you earn his like trust. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't it make you closer in a way? And Myers, uh, poor poor guy, in a hoarding situation and uh, looking for a home. It's really easy to check out all the animals daniel and i met every single one we met them in like a photo booth or what is it a photo shoot a photo shoot
1: now you'll notice i like we weren't in a booth we were just there and they were taking pictures of us that is known as a photo shoot
0: okay well we Had did we a, been in a booth
1: where we put in a quarter and it was for those black and white <laughs> pictures and you must make a silly face that's a booth okay well let's uh, do that next year this has all been brought to us by a woodland west pet resort and right now i've got a gift basket to woodland west uh, that You could win at 918-879-9898. Not only that gift basket, Ty, uh you can stay in a luxury suite for three nights and a bath and pedicure the for your pet. The dog stays in the Correct. suite, not you. Or if you're in trouble with your wife, you could stay there as well, maybe. Got it. 918-879-9898 to win that Woodland West Pet Resort and Animal Hospital gift basket.
0: It's 98.5 The Bull with Tiger Daniel. Good morning. We're going to play a game. Alan Crone is with us. You see him in News on 6 every morning. And uh, I think he's a little bit smarter than us, Daniel, so I'm a little intimidated. That's is it going to be true. me versus him?
2: That is not true.
1: It, yeah, you two will, uh, okay. I will host the game as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw on the commercial, what is, I haven't been able to hear the audio on the News on 6 commercial, but you're strumming a guitar, so you're a bit of a musician, is that correct?
2: Uh, barely, kind of.
1: You play the guitar, kinda.
2: And play church and stuff, right? Yeah, play, Yeah, regularly present. And uh,
1: Ty has been on the radio for a while, so you both probably know lots of songs. So I've got a. Oh oh.
2: no! What? What? (sighs) Okay. It's called
1: Questions in Music. I'm gonna. uh, It's a lyric. I'll say, "Who asked the question in music?" You must tell me the musical act. What are you shaking your
2: head for, Ty? It's gonna be impossible. It's right. My goodness gracious! All right, go ahead. I'm. I'm here. I'm all for you. I got. You know what? No! 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 Let's do it! Let's do it! Let's go!
1: I'm doing this for y'all, no, okay, so you know okay. what? I'll I'll just not do it. No, no, He's no. You, you, you got the you, you, Would did you like to be punished? Ellen? No. <laughs> you got the music going. Let's let's jump I into am? it. Well, Come I on, I want to lose some better attitudes. All right, all right. I'm, I'm going to turn off
0: all the music so that it doesn't distract us because we're trying to conjure up the song. <laughs> okay. So I'm, only no if music. we f-
1: only if we fail, yeah. let's Alan fix Crone. those right. attitudes first of all. Who'd like to go first?
0: I want Alan to go. Tug,
2: you know, you go ahead.
1: All right. The first question. Get your bell ready, Tig.
2: Who's going first? You are. You are. Go, Tug.
1: Guys. I'm, right. I'm the host. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Louie Anderson, and you are the two families, like Family Feud.
2: <laughs> okay. Survey
1: says... Yeah. Okay. Alan, you'll go first since you're a guest. Oh, man. Who asked the question, is this the is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Queen. Freddie Mercury. Queen is correct. Tiger, Who asked, can you feel the love tonight? Michael Bolton? Give yourself a name. That's a buzz. It would
2: be Elton John.
1: Elton John. Oh yeah. Alan Crone, News right. on six. Who asked, How many roads must a man walk down before you call him a man?
2: Oh man. Can I can I phone a friend? Gotta have an answer, Alan. Oh, Please man.
1: take this seriously. This is not this is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, This is not for fun. I don't know. Can you you repeat the question? come on,
1: man. Come on. Do you want to steal that one from him, Tig? No, I don't. That was the very famous Bob Dylan. Of course. How's it feel? Like a Rolling Stone. Very good. Tig, who asked the question, what's love got to do with it?
0: Uh, Whitney Houston. Buzzy. (laughs)
1: Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Ah, Alan Crone, New Zone six. It's, it's said, kind of funny
2: because I'm getting Tiggo I'm not getting my own. That's right. Who said, should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go? Dun, dun, dun. Is that the neck? I don't know. You can still Tug?: I don't know. That was The Clash. The Clash. Okay. See, it was close. The Clash, the Knack. I knew it I was... don't even know what the Knack is. <laughs> That's just something you made it's up. It's like a made-up band from, from Britain. But, yeah, The Clash, of course. Tig said, who asked... What's going on?
1: That's like a double answer on that one. I know two musical artists that said, what's going on? Blondie or something? That is neither one of them. <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gaye. Right. Oh. I would have also ex- uh, accepted uh, four non-blondes. That's time. what I
0: was thinking. Okay.
1: Well, that's not what you said. He gets, he gets points for that. Did you see who I had to work with, Alan? Get a half point. Yeah. He, he said, I was thinking for, uh, four non-blondes, but he answered, Blondie. <laughs> But I understand, I, you know. I was in the realm, in other words. Yeah, you were there.
2: Just trying to support him.
1: This is going to be tough, Alan, but who said, why do you have to go and make things so complicated?
2: <sighs> we
0: know the songs. That's the problem. Yeah, I can It's hear driving it. me crazy.
1: Female artist?
0: Yes, it is a female artist. Um, oh, I think I'd know. If okay, I go ahead. Yeah, go, go, go. Is it Michelle Branch?
1: Not even close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's Avril Lavigne. Okay. Avril Lavigne. Right. No, no, we're yeah. getting, like, in the right era. I'm going to let you that. two work together
1: on the last <laughs> few ones work because together. this okay. is a Let's quite a disaster. People are driving
2: in the road and you're shaking their heads at us. Okay. Like, oh, come on. Tig
1: and Alan Crone. Yeah. Who asked, wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Wouldn't it be nice? That's not that one, is it? That is exactly oh, it. It's the, uh, What's the, the, the artist, The Beach though? Boys. The Beach Boys. That's correct. <laughs> Who asked, where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Oh, I got that one. You Go ahead. You got this one? Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, uh, 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 Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel is correct.
1: This one's for Alan, okay. one of his favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Who asked, what you going to do with all that junk, all that <laughs> junk inside your trunk?
2: <laughs> you Alan loves it. Huh? All that junk. Uh, you got this one, Ty? I don't
0: know, Fergie? Black Eyed Peas, Okay. which Bernie well, was well, in in that, so I no, no, guess
2: do, so. get, Yeah, who buzzed him out there? I did. Oh, come on, man. You should I, give yourself credit. The, I said, yeah, we'll give you that one. He still hits the X on himself. That's what I have to work with every single day. I was like, that's correct.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, who said, have you ever seen the rain coming down on a sunny day? We met this guy once, Tag, and I said, man, we're oh, kind of afraid of you. And he said, right. why
2: would you be like that?
1: Yeah, um...
0: I hear it. We were afraid see. of him because in a lot of his songs, he's always like, it ain't me. It ain't me. We were, and then we met him. He's like, why would you be afraid of me? It's John Fogarty.
2: Okay, With that's right. Credence Clearwater yeah. Revival. Right. Clearwater Yep, you have your yep. CCR.
0: Who asked, who let the
1: dogs out?
0: Ah, uh, I think I got
2: it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I know all the classics. <laughs> yeah, classics. Oh, who, who, uh, who was that?
1: Uh, the Baja Moon. Baja Men. And finally, who asked, what's the frequency, Kenneth?
2: Oh, I know that song. Oh, um, well, that was that was the dude that was asking Dan Rather. Yeah, right? he's messed
0: with Dan. Somebody, right. this is a true story. Then they made a song out of it. Then
2: they made a song Dan of it. Dan
0: Rather, he used to be the CBS Evening Newsman. Right, He for walks years out of his years. office in New York, and somebody starts beating him senseless. Right. And as this guy's beating Dan Rather up, he's, he kept going, what's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency, <laughs> Kenneth? <laughs> yes. And uh, the guy turned out to have some trouble, but... Um, it's REM saying, "What's the frequency, Kenneth?" And they got that song idea from what uh-huh. Dan Rather had reported had happened to him. That's them. exactly right. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly, exactly right. REM. So there you go. What a scary story, by the way. For do you ever worry about that kind of thing on the news? Like some crazy person hears that and I just wants you know, to come fight just, you. Just like what's the, sure the, frequency, that, yeah, sure <laughs> the frequency, Alan? The, just make sure the frequency, Alan.
2: Just make sure the people from the radio don't come upstairs. You know, you guys just you just keep you down here. We're okay.
0: I think Alan likes coming down here to hang out with us. I think that's because yeah, right. everybody likes kind of hide out at work a little bit. You know. That's and right. Did you guys other... come up there? Yeah, every I come once up there so and while. sit with Alan all the time. He's <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Nothing."
2: <laughs> and, I, and I go, "True story." I go, "You guys having a meeting downstairs?" And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm
0: sure they love seeing Ty walking in the news set. Yeah, they all can't wait to see me. <laughs> all right, all Alan B. Uh, is here, and uh, we continue. Daniel, uh, tomorrow morning, still got that bullfight. By the way, so we're gonna have a good Friday. We're all gonna be excited, and parking McCollum tickets are free. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care,
2: your locally owned health plan.
0: (laughs) Did you see what happened uh, in Sopalpa last night? This is uh, just after dark. It's 98.5 The Bull. I am Ty. There's Daniel, Alan Crow, Let's it out with us. This is what happened in uh, Sepulpa last night. Everybody's okay.
2: A pilot tells us
1: he barely missed hitting a car during an emergency landing near Sepulpa tonight. The single engine Cessna landed on 49th West Avenue near 91st Street just before six o'clock. The pilot tells us he had engine failure and then had to set the aircraft down. He says he's home tonight. He was not hurt. The Oklahoma Highway Patrol and the FAA are investigating.
0: Hey, he landed at dark too, which must have been twice as scary because when it's night, you can't see oh, fields yeah. to land in and stuff. Ooh. You know.
1: And he just landed on the road, I landed guess. Landed
0: on the road, got close yeah. to a car, but that's uh, a lot of times their only option. If you can't see at night, you don't. You can't tell the difference between a pond or a field at night. Yeah. They probably saw the lights of a road, you know, the cars going down. It. How
1: do you not hit a power line doing that? Yeah, grace of,
0: grace of God,
2: right? I mean, it just just happens that way.
0: You could. Have you ever been driving down the street, yeah. and you'll see a power line, there's orange balls on it? You sure, right, that? near the airports. That's why, that's why they're on there, because the, the lines are so hard to see, but they yeah. kind of highlight, hey, stay away from here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was in a plane that landed on a road once. Really? When I was 17. I don't recommend it. That's why I was fascinated by this story. It brings back my a goodness. little stressful
2: well, don't, well, don't memory. not intrigue us with the story. Okay, you got to tell, tell us now. Yeah. You gotta, tell us what happened. Were you flying? Yeah. I, I mean, were, were I was, you at uh, the controls? I was in the cockpit, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was with
0: a flight instructor. I was still uh, training. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I wasn't, I mean, I had my wings at that point, but I was still, like, trying to get more stuff. And uh, we're flying into Atlanta, which is, like, one of the
2: busiest airspaces in the world. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're flying into Atlanta? Uh, yeah, not the main airport. Not time, but, like, but you're flying in the airspace.
0: Yeah, I'm in the class, yeah, that airspace. What, class C or whatever? Class Bravo, class B. Class B, my Which goodness. Which is, uh, very controlled and very intimidating anyway. And then we're flying, it's like, and that's the little plane, you know. Yeah. It goes, <laughs> And then you could hear.
2: Oh, that's very pleasant. Sound, and it wasn't right? a pleasant.
0: <laughs> it was... I don't know if I can live through this. And uh, my instructor immediately took the controls because he's the more experienced pilot. Sure. He told me to work the radios. I did. An air traffic patrol came and said, are you declaring an emergency? And I could not believe the words that were coming out of my mouth after this. Right, so yeah, because you had to. We declared an emergency. Wow. And son. he said, we're sending fire trucks that way. We got you on the radar. We know where you're going down. And uh, we set it down on a street, a little kind of like um, highway without a median in the middle. It was five lanes, like a turn lane and then two on each side. So it's pretty wide. Yeah. And there were some cars, but uh, enough for us. And then we uh, pulled over in somebody's driveway, and this guy's like, "What in God's name is happening? There's a plane in my driveway." <laughs>
1: were you were you terrified, or was it where instincts kind of kicked in and your training kicked in? And you did when, you think you were going to make it through it? I guess what I'm I asking. didn't
0: know. You don't know the answer to that. Um, but yeah, when you're learning to fly, like half of it is just learning what to do when that kind of stuff happens. It's kind of easy to learn to fly. It's like what do you do when bad stuff happens? The only way I can describe it is. If have you ever had anybody pull out in front of you, and you put on those brakes, yeah, and you're like more scared after the event, mm. sure. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't take long. We weren't that high, and so we probably landed within 90 seconds and get down on the ground. And that that's when I was like, oh Ooh. my <laughs> god, I can't believe that just happened. Did you like
1: kiss the ground or anything, or what? Did I you, sat
0: on the ground. You sat down a little and bit. Put my hands on the ground. I was like. <laughs> I I've never been more happy to be on planet Earth than I am right now. Say a little
2: prayer. Yeah. Did you
1: have a little tear fall? Uh,
0: No, I didn't, because there was tons of people coming up suddenly, and they they sent like the news on six type crews out there and all that stuff.
2: So here's the question, though. Mm -hmm. So how long was it before you got back in the plane and you fired it up? Flew back
0: to uh, got in the plane the next morning in Atlanta and flew back.
1: There you go. Were you scared the next day? No, because statistically, what are the chances this happens? I was like, Nah,
0: we're we're good. But I never told my
2: parents. Wow. i thought
0: they would make me stop flying so i didn't break that to them until later on at life
2: oh my goodness yeah. and what did they tell you at that point
0: they're like glad you didn't tell us because we would have i was 17. Right. They, they would yeah. they could have definitely told me what to do so
2: were you doing a cross-country at that point yeah yeah, you were you
0: did, yeah like uh you start flying locally around your little airport sure and then you get a little more experience and then they start flying you further away and stuff
1: yeah. and how did the good. uh instructor react when he got onto the ground
0: oh uh, he was concerned about his license wasn't worried about you Nah, i mean he was like he the first thing he did was he found somebody with a sheet and you know how the planes have a, a number on the back that's like a yeah, the, license plate
2: yeah the, the tell
0: and he saw number. the news cameras coming he covered he, it up he put a sheet over all the numbers that's <laughs> like his number one thing he just didn't want anybody to know uh i guess he felt like it was going to protect them somehow if they could almost like oh, if you're going to find out. Commit a crime in tulsa right. and you, change your license plate before you did it or something. I guess that was his idea. Yeah. It didn't work because the FAA did catch up with
1: who it. Who did y'all run into that was just carrying a sheet around?
2: <laughs> a hearse went by. Oh, yeah. oh God. Well, That's a totally different story. Great. <laughs> Ty just happened to have a sheet with him. Yeah. yeah he's got a pillow. Yeah, a sheet. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I carry a sheet everywhere I go. <laughs> uh, Alan Crone's with us a little bit this morning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) I tell this story about my life, and you're all like, ah! (laughs) Hey, we're glad you made it. It's (laughs) 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. (laughs) Alec Karen News on 6 is uh, hanging out. I think he's just trying to... um Tend like he's busy, you know? So it's like people <laughs> upstairs like, man, that guy's working right. hard Yeah,
2: today. i I got to go check out some radar data or something. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, he's looking at the map. He's hanging out with us. Yeah. Hey, Dana, what's Speaking up,
1: Speaking of radar, a few things on the radar today. Did you see this? Uh, that uh, Luke Combs making amends to a woman he accidentally sued. Now, you say, how do you accidentally sue somebody? When you get as big as Luke Combs, you probably have teams of people doing things that you don't really, you know, you're probably not part of every day Uh, Occurrences because you're so big. Uh, He posted a video on Instagram saying he was sick to his stomach after finding out his lawyer sued a fan for selling unlicensed merchandise. Now, a judge ordered this woman to pay Luke $250,000 and the $5,500 in her Amazon account that got seized. Luke sent her twice that to help with the bills, and now he's selling uh, $20 tumblers on his websites with all the proceeds going to help her out. Uh, So his, well, here, here he is talking about him
2: that's being sued by me for $250,000. I have spent the last two hours trying to, to make this right. And so we do have a company that goes after supposedly large corporations making counterfeit t-shirts, things of that nature, running illegal businesses. And she got in trouble apparently for making tumblers. So she told me there's $5,500 locked up in her Amazon account. I'm going to double that send her $11,000 today. I'm going to make my own tumbler today. All that money is going to go to Nicole her family and I uh, invited Nicole and her family out to a show uh, this year so I could give her a hug and say sorry in person
1: could you imagine if you woke up one morning you realized your lawyers had sued somebody that was trying to sell things on Amazon to uh, help with medical bills and things like that
0: well I see why they do it like you said for the big corporations but I, I dug in on the story a little bit they sent her an email it went to a spam folder she had no idea so she never went to trial or she never appeared so the judge just ruled oh my goodness and um and you know how many tumblers she sold with Luke Combs' stuff on it? How much? 18. Oh, my goodness. And they, and, 18 of them.
1: And, and it
2: sued.
1: was, what, $250,000? $250,000. Why? So he oh woke Lord. up, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa let me nah, stop this. like
2: that.
0: That's good. He always seems like a nice guy, doesn't he? Mm. I think everybody, uh, I don't think anybody has a problem with Luke Combs, do they? No.
1: Uh, Did you see this? A passenger in Los Angeles filmed a Delta employee at the check-in gate spreading holiday cheer by singing Let It Go. Here's a quick clip. Uh, that that's all wonderful and everything. I don't want that in the airport. Though, just Uh-oh. let me on the just let let me go under <laughs> the plane. That's well, just don't sing anything. Let me go
2: in there and sit down and just leave me alone at the airport. Are you going to be on a plane anytime soon in the next week or <laughs> not whatever? Not with this kind of nonsense. Well, going well, on. Well, you just got off a plane. Not I too. did did they sing at you or anything? No, and
0: yeah. I, I I tell you what, like I don't mind the the lobby stuff. Yeah, but when they get on the airplane. And the flight attendant, you see this on TikTok sometimes. Okay. Flight attendant starts making, like, does, like, a comedy routine during the safety brief- briefing. I'm like, guys, let's take it seriously. Like, we're to right, be on a
2: missile in a And second. that plane can go down. Right? Yeah.
1: Can't you know. land on the street.
2: <laughs> and they get up there, and
1: they're giving you the instructions how to get off the plane. If it, like, goes into the ocean, they're like a uh, Donald Duck voice, like... I'm like, no, I don't. just tell me how to get the life jacket in a normal voice. I don't want to hear your
0: goofy impression. My favorite announcement is uh, when, like, you can take a trip from Tulsa to, let's say, Atlanta. Right. And they go, in the event of a water landing. And I go, if we're making a water landing between here and Atlanta, something way worse than that's going on. <laughs> like, here we go, Lake Texoma.
1: <laughs> we could land on the, the, the Arkansas River. That's <laughs> true. I,
0: could, I guess it's kind of solid. Uh yeah. It's uh 985 the bull with Tig and Daniel. What's the uh, what's the weather gonna look like for us today,
2: Alan? We okay? Yeah, we're looking good. Sunshine now, a few clouds this afternoon, sixty-two, southeast wind seven to fifteen miles per hour. Cloudy tonight, overnight lows, upper 40s, lower 50s. Tomorrow, you're going to need some rain gear, a high near 50. Showers moving in from the western areas about mid morning. They'll stick around through the early afternoon. Areas to the west, it's also a little cooler. Areas to the east, slightly warmer. Over the weekend, it's mostly good. Now, it's which cold.
1: which direction is that weather coming out,
2: that rain coming in again? Because that's the most important thing to from, me. from the west of the east. Okay, good. Do you want to know way what way the Which way is the wind going to be coming? Yeah, okay, this is going to be from the southeast today. Okay, now, I know that you really <laughs> enjoy that wind. I love it. just going to go outside, but
0: found out the wind's coming from the south. I want tell you something.
2: Every single time I do a, a, a weather for you guys now, it's the thing that goes in my head. It's like, well, I don't know if I should say the wind <laughs> direction. <laughs> Daniel, kind of said. Daniel's not going to like it. Don't take
1: my <laughs> advice. You'll plummet in the ratings. One more quick question before we let you go. Sure. Uh, I've got to go to, I'm going to go skiing in Taos, New Mexico. Really? At the end of December. And I was talking to the president of the company. is like, uh, you know, it's there's not always going to be snow out there. Right. It's, sometimes it's hit or miss. I've already booked my hotel room and all that. Yeah. Is it going to be snowing out there at the end of December? Where, you're going where? Ta- Taos. How do you say it, Ty?
0: Taos. Taos. Taos, New Mexico. Taos, yeah. New
2: Mexico. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, Don't say it's hit or miss. Just tell me it's going to be It's going to be hit or miss. <laughs> come on, man. Is it, it's, but, it's snowing today there. Some pretty good which snow. Which way did the snow come in? <laughs> it's, it's coming in from the southwest. So
1: you think there will be a snow on the peak at least?
2: Oh, sure. Yeah, okay, they're getting snow God. today. Yeah, they're, they're getting snow today. Like um, Taos, Angel Fire. The Red River ski resorts, some of those areas. Again, pretty good snow. And Wolf Creek, you know, good yeah. snow up in so, southern Colorado.
1: Ty and I are completely opposite. He booked his whole trip uh, when he went on vacation to Europe over the Thanksgiving break on orbits. <laughs> Big mistake, by the way. <laughs> like it was They're 1993. <laughs> and I book all my stuff and don't even bother to research to see if there's going to be snow out there. Yeah, there, there should be some, yeah.
0: Alan Crone, thanks for the time. Hey, this you're morning, welcome.
2: Man. You guys have a great day. Tyke and Daniel.
1: The Bull with Tig, and hello, Daniel. Tig, I used to work at uh, Goodwill, and you'd be surprised at the things that people donate. Sometimes I wonder if they don't realize the value of something they donated. Uh, Did you see this? A pair of Nike Air Jordans worth over $10,000 donated to the Portland Rescue Mission in Oregon. The money made from the shoes will be used to fund um, more recovery programs. Here's Aaron Holcomb of the Portland Rescue Mission talking about the amazing find a perfect symbol for what we do at the work, pulling them out of where they may have been overlooked or unserved and really helping them get back on their feet. Yeah. So uh, they pulled these out of a donation bin. It wasn't like somebody went to the the place and actually handed them in and said, hey, look at this. They found them in one of those bins.
0: But how does somebody like you used to go through that stuff? Mm -hmm. Would you know the difference between a ten dollar shoe I mean you. would you know
1: what a collector's item was I personally wouldn't but somebody that's into shoes and sneakers and things like that would know immediately Mm. I'm just not one that would know but there are people out there that of course would know
0: well Daniel told me that uh well let's pretend this had happened to you and you knew there were ten thousand dollar shoes what Daniel would do (laughs) he told me that because he worked in the back of Goodwill he got like first pick of everything that came in there now this is
1: a long time ago now things have
0: probably changed yeah long time ago But Daniel said if he saw something he liked, he'd get out that little price gun or whatever, and Mm -hmm. he'd put a severely low price on it, and then you'd go buy it for the price that you named.
1: (laughs) That uh, sometimes did happen, yeah. you get a nice guitar in there. You're like, you know what? It's like about a $4 guitar. (laughs) No, it wouldn't be that bad, but it would be like $50. Seems like a fair price for this (laughs) rare guitar. The Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture. The Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.